All right, welcome yeah. back. If you did not know it, we are on remote today. Lopez McHugh Law Firm, brilliant law firm here in Morristown, New Jersey. They are part of our radio thought, and they made a very generous offer to yeah. have us here today, Al. And then they put out a big spread. You but can't believe how much the, food. Ooh. None of the lawyers are here yet, and speculation is growing that lawyers in Morristown don't awaken until mid-morning at best. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. very wealthy, Al. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, the place is beautiful. Sh- yeah. It's a beautiful place place here we love it all right anyway we in this hour Rhea Hughes is going to tackle a problem mm-hmm. about the NFL the NFL did a great job in saving the life of one of its players Absolutely. right yes and then still found a way to make themselves look stupid with a ridiculous lie mm-hmm. and we are going to try to figure out why the NFL lied to the public at a time of their best performance mm-hmm. makes no sense to me on the lie with me ladies and gentlemen is a man I admire greatly because, well, Mike Sealski, Al, yes. is a brilliant columnist for TheAcquire.com, and he works right here at WIP, and he's on live with us right now. Hi, Mike. Morning, Angelo. Hi, guys. Hey, Mike. Hey. Did you choose going into sports to avoid some of the life-and-death stories that a lot of journalists deal with if they're covering a war or even working in politics? Did you do this because it's more fun? No, I did it because it's the only thing I know. It's the ah. thing I know best. Um, you know, I, I like covering and writing about uh, the real-life occasions that cross over with sports. Uh, it just so happens that I know more about the 1985 Phillies than I do just about anything else. Wow. All right, so that, that indicates, Al, that Mike is deeper than I am, at least. All right, so, Mike, let me get to what happened with uh, DeMar Hamlin. Uh, you did find a tremendous uh, – uh, kind of saw a measuring stick. But first of all, do you think what happened to Hanlon on Monday night will change sports? I'm not sure. I mean, I think it will change sports in that uh, leagues and teams and stadiums will be better prepared to handle something like this, I hope, uh, that you'll see uh, better preparation um, in case something like this happens. But I think... This seems almost unique. Uh, this is so rare that uh, a situation like this, uh, where a player goes into cardiac arrest on the field, happens that I'm not sure how much will change. I think it might be different if uh, Hamlin had suffered a head injury and was in critical condition. I think that would be different because of the nature of football and the history of dealing with CTE and concussions and head injuries and things like that. But I think it's easy to chalk this up as being a one-in-a-million sort of thing, and I'm not sure how much it's going to change. Yeah, and it really, medically, I think it probably was a a one-in-a-million situation. So you told this, you did this column on Chuck Hughes, who was a member of the Eagles. It did not happen when he was on the Eagles, but he died in an NFL game. It's the only occasion when it happened. What impact did his death have on the game 40 years ago, Mike, 50 years ago? It's it's hard to say that it had any impact at all. They continued the game. Uh, I mean, he Hughes basically dropped dead with 62 seconds left in a game. Uh, he was playing for the Lions in a game against the Bears. And players on the field kind of knew what was happening. One of the things that I couldn't uh, totally confirm and couldn't squeeze into the piece was that the person who recognized first the, the problems that Hughes was having was Dick Butkus. There were players on the field who thought that Hughes was faking an injury to try to stop the clock. 
and it was Butkus who was playing linebacker for the Bears at the time who uh, motioned to the sideline and said, no, this is serious. Somebody help him. Um, but it didn't change very much. They played the game. Uh, no rules were changed as far as I know. And it was taken to be, as we said just a minute ago, this kind of lightning bolt moment that nobody, uh, everybody assumed wouldn't happen again. What, what was uh, officially the cause of death? Mike, are you there? Uh, yeah, sorry, I got. I'm getting a. Oh, we're losing. Somebody's Mike here. calling him while he's on. That's what's happening. Oh, okay. So I what think what the mean? official cause what of death is. Hey, nope, there he is. Angela, Mike. are you there? Yes, we're good. Mike, sorry, oh, just... I got an. I got an amber. I got an amber alert oh, on my phone wow. as soon as you asked me the question. Oh, geez. sorry about wow. that. All right. Well, what was the no, cause of fine. death, Mike? Um, he had a a blockage in an artery. He had oh, a okay. blood clot. All right, Mike. Here's the thing. All right. Should we, I'm asking this really for myself, should I feel guilty that even after this terrible thing on Monday night, I still care about the Eagles game? Is Is there a way that you could have both? Or should I now react the way a human should react and say, wow, all I really care about is the health and the safety of the players? Uh, well, look, I think you can care about both. I think a lot of us have cared about both. Uh, Angel, I can remember a couple of years ago um, after Tommy, it was revealed that Tommy McDonald had suffered from CTE. I, I wrote a column where I talked to Ray Dinger about this, and he admitted to me, uh, and I'm sure he would admit it to you and to anyone who asked him, that he felt kind of whipsawed by those feelings of, boy, I love football, but, man, I feel guilty about enjoying a sport and an activity that causes its participants so much physical pain and could, you know, hasten their deaths in some ways. Um, I think at some level you have to be able to say, and this is kind of how I rationalize it to myself, you know, these are grown men. They are making choices to, to compete and participate in this activity. Uh, at this stage, uh, most of them know the risks. Uh, I think virtually all of them know the risks. They just want the NFL to be upfront about those risks and not hide research and information and all of that. And they can make the choices for themselves. In terms of the fans, look, Angelo, football is far and away the most popular sport in this country. I think millions and millions of people are living with kind of the, the cognitive dissonance, the conflict within themselves of, oh, my gosh, this sport is so brutal. Oh, my gosh, this is terrible. What happened to this young man? But come Sunday, particularly around here at 425, I guarantee you we're all going to be in front of our televisions watching Eagles-Giants. It's perfect answer, perfect answer. I, I just I, I, Let me try a couple of just basic football th- questions, Mike. So the Eagles lose the two games that Hurts doesn't play. So doesn't that indicate that they are only a truly great team when he does? It certainly supports that that idea, yeah. Um, look, there was all that debate about, you know, how valuable is Hurts really? Is it the system? Is it him? Well, he is the system. Those of us who have been watching this team all year, you guys among them, could see that, uh, that his unique set of abilities made this offense go and filtered down to the entire team. I think the last two games show that. Uh, as, as well as Minshew played against the Cowboys, he played that poorly against the Saints and the Eagles are not able to kind of, to run the kind of offense that they want to run. Now, having said that, this was kind of that the injury to Hurts was kind of always the risk here. I've been saying this all year. They are playing Jalen Hurts and running their offense as if 
giving him a long-term contract and making him the franchise quarterback is not really a priority to them. They are playing as if they were going to wring every drop out of him. He's going to carry the ball. He's going to sneak. He's going to do whatever he is asked and then some to help the Eagles win games. And if he gets hurt, well, that's the risk you take. So, um, but to answer your question, yeah, I think it, it does support the case that he's the most valuable player, certainly on the team and possibly in the league. Well, that's the thing. I, th- there is now a, a dialogue that is not even including Hurts anymore as an MVP. But they were 13-1 and with him and 0-2 without him. If they come back Sunday and play a terrific game and easily wipe out the Giants, starters or otherwise, doesn't it just reinforce the value he had to the Eagles this year? Oh, of course it does. But uh, voters who vote for such things, and I'm not one of them, would argue he didn't play the entire season. So, therefore, uh, a player who did, maybe someone like Patrick Mahomes or, I don't know, Josh Allen, someone else, uh, is therefore better qualified for the award. I guess. I just that's not a logic I would follow. But, uh, anyway, uh, you, you think he will play Sunday, right, Mike? I would be surprised if he didn't, yes. All right. And I guess uh, I just want to end with this because um, – it was a stunning end to your Chuck Hughes piece. Is, so he dies on the field, and then you told the story of the saddest part of it because how did it end? Well, the night before the game, uh, he and his wife, Sharon, had been at a party, and they had gotten in an argument. Uh, their son wanted to chew a piece of gum, and one of them, and the son was only 23 months old at the time. And one, you know, uh, Chuck or his wife said, oh, it's okay for him to chew the gum. I think Chuck said he didn't want him to, and, and the wife said, no, it's fine. And the, this little disagreement ended up escalating to the point where uh, Sharon left the party and went home, and Chuck left the party and went to the team hotel, and they never spoke again. Uh, the next day, he played the game against the Bears and, and died. Uh, and that was, that was the last time they spoke to each other was that argument. A stunning piece, Mike. All you do is great stuff. I love reading you. I love listening to you on WIP. You're awesome. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Angelo. Appreciate it. And the you. message there, Al, is simple. What? Little things should not matter to us. Uh, work things out. Go to bed happy. You know, huh? isn't that that? No, that's wake up happy. I tried to show a little <laughs> profound sw- and wake up happy. If yeah. you go to bed happy, you're going to wake up happy, right? It could. And what happens in between will, you know, that's be why part I, of that. I have, uh, as I enter a new phase of my own life. What phase is that? Am, the final? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? As I enter the final phase of my life, Al. Yeah. Go I to am, bed alone. <laughs> I am not going to sweat yeah. the little thing. Have some. Yeah, never mind. Right? Yeah. Chewing gum. Let them chew. What's yep. going to happen? Ralph is on the line from South Philly. Hi, Ralphie. How you doing, guys? I'm great, Ralph. What's on your mind today, pal? I don't. Why are we going through the charades? Is he going to play or not? He should have played last week. Yep. And won the game, and then this week off. It's the game they love to play, and somehow they think the cow, the the Giants who are playing for nothing, are going to have an entirely different uh, game plan for Minshew than they are for Hurts. Why should they? The Eagles they played care. as if yeah, the Eagles didn't even have a different game plan. It's dumb. It, you know what it is? They're going to have to acknowledge it. They even said yesterday, limited participant. Yeah. Limited my ass. You understand? Right. We know he's playing. We know he could have played last week. I'll go further. You want me to go further, Ralph? I think he could have played against the Cowboys. I do. I know. He wanted to. Yeah. If that kid... He's smart enough to know whether he could perform 
successfully, and he said, play me in Dallas. They should have. That's a player. That kid's got heart. The best part of everything was we're playing the team who's 26th against the run, and we come out throwing the whole first half. Yeah. No, and, and, and here's the thing. They get irritated when you bring this stuff up. Do you know, Ralph, I mentioned that I wasn't that thrilled with the defense. Right. And, and uh, Sirianni goes, yeah, I figured that. You know, he gave me that kind of thing. <laughs> and I went, hold on a minute. You allowed a nine-minute drive to set the tone for that football game. You allowed Andy, whatever his Dalton. name was, at, at Dalton and that other schlub, 24 Tyson passes, Hill. 20 completed, right? They, they controlled the ball for 37 minutes. And you want to tell me how great Gannon was? Right. Come on, give me a break. You watch it. You know more than I do, Barrett. That wasn't a great performance by the defense. It was awful watching the entire guy. You know, I, I watched it like three times just so I get the gist of what they were trying to do. Mike yeah. Quick had to be sedated <laughs> in, late in the first quarter. You should have heard Mike Quick going, well, this zone is too soft. But don't it, you don't you hear all the people though? They, they had they had a great second half. They were defense was fantastic. No, it like, was the stop. game itself. No, it, none of it was. Stop. I was positive that if uh, if the game got tied or something, the defense would collapse. I was positive. Uh, so. we, all we get is this garbage about how great Gannon is. I watch the games; he stinks. Did anybody see the post game show? Michael Barkan had an aneurysm. Oh, I, I loved it. No, here was the thing. And Barrett was st- sitting right there. Yeah. He starts screaming at Reuben Frank <laughs> right. over the over the quarterback uh, sneak. And Reuben Frank is yelling and Mike is yelling. And I thought at that point there might be a fracas. And, uh, but then I realized, well, Barrett's in the middle. Nobody's fighting there. Right. I, I was there to mediate a little. <laughs> were they Barrett, really uh, screaming at each other? <laughs> yes. Oh, they was. It yes. was a full-blown scream, Rhea, and it was delightful. What? Because, <laughs> and uh, by the way, Michael was right, and Ruben was wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ralph, give me a song with a city or a state in its title. Perfect for this week's game. We got New York, New York, and we got Philadelphia Freedom. Philadelphia Freedom. Which Could one? you sing me a little bit of that, Ralph? Uh, I'd rather not. I'm walking around the airport at work right now. But. All right. No, then I don't, you don't have to. Uh, Elton John, Philadelphia Freedom. Stay right on there. We got a little bit of that. That's a fun That's a song. great one. It's a great song. And Elton John now, that's the way to retire. See what he's doing? Are you going to dress like that? No. <laughs> go buy. We go on to go get Barkan's glasses. Like oh, I got to go now, back and find that. He is going on what is now appears to be a four-year final tour. Nice. That's a, that's a presidential administration. <laughs> you hope. That's a long tour. <laughs> yes. That's a long tour. 215-592-9494. When we come back. Why is the NFL lying to us? Mm. They don't have to. WIP Sports Time 717. Hey, football season, you know it's well underway. Playoffs right there on the horizon. So what better time to download FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino America's number one sports bet? Because right now, new customers, you got a no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. 
Here's all you got to do. Sign up with the promo code Al. It's really all there for you. All kinds of odds, parlays, this, that. What do you want to? Wherever you want to go, you become the coach. You're the GM. You run the show. It's all on an app that's safe, secure, super easy to use. You're going to love this app. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official part of 94WIP. So sign up today with the promo code Al for your no-sweat first bet. That's promo code AL. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 